Welcome to the Realtor Fight Club, a podcast for realtors where you'll witness a battle of opinions about topics affecting your real estate business. There are many ways for realtors to achieve success. The secret is to find which approach will work for you. Now, always in your corner, here are your hosts, Jen Mertland and Monica Weekly. Welcome to another episode of Realtor Fight Club. I'm Monica Weekly. What's up, Jen Merlin? Hey, Monica. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm great. Good. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Realtor Fight Club today. Jen mm. and I, whew, I know we've got differences here. Today, Jen <laughs> and I are going to duke it out over this subject. If you have $1,000, what's the best way to spend that in order to generate business? So you have a thousand bucks. What are you going to do with it in order to generate business? I know what we should do. What's that? I think I'm going to answer for you and you should answer for me. I like it. Uh, I can do that. <laughs> I know exactly what you would do. Good, go this then. is you. This is my impression of you apparently too, because this is how I hear you in my head. Not really. <laughs> okay, go. Am I going to be mad at you for this? Yes, you will. Okay. I would send it on my sphere and give gifts. Or something like that. Like, love on my people. Do I talk like that? You don't. I don't, I don't know why. Where does that come from then? I don't know. I In my say, head, I'm like, oh my God, she's going to say something like that. I would build the relationship. <laughs> does that sound right? Here's How what you would do. I would buy a mofo gift. It's not you. You yeah. don't have like a beatbox. You're not like a rapper. You're... Here's what you would do. Okay. You and it's like ish, a thousand ish, right? Like just right. for whatever. Right. But you would ideally, oh, I know exactly what you would do. Okay. You would throw a party at the party. You would give each person individualized gift. Yes. Yes. I would. I love custom gifts. I love things that mean something to them. I love things with their names on them so that they know this wasn't one of 20 that I picked out of my car trunk for you. Right. Right. Yes, you're right. I love the idea of, you know, spending time with a level clients. These are my most important relationships, whether they've been clients. Would you only do it for A's? For a thousand dollars. Yes. For a thousand dollars. Like for this example, that's where I would go with the money. So what's an A client mean? What is that? So I divide my clients. This comes from Hank Avink in the 36 to Life playbook. Hey, if you Hank. don't follow Hank, follow Hank. He, he believes, actually, we do it a little differently, but he, he believes that not all relationships are created equally, and we need to identify those that are most important with us so that we know where to spend our time, money, and bandwidth, all of By that. By important, you mean ones that'll give you business? No, no, not necessarily. I mean, yes, that, obviously, that's what we're doing here, but it has to feel authentic, too. So just because sure. somebody has the ability to send me a bunch of business, if I think they're a class A a-hole, then I'm not going to befriend them and spend time and money on them. Right. Um, has to feel authentic. But Yeah, of course. So your A's, somewhere in the 30 to 40 range for your A's, as far as number of A's, this is just how many people you can actually kind of really spend time with and pour into. B's there, are- So they're people that you spend time, what's the, what's the definition? So my A's are my- kind of my most important, most favorite, and also that I may, I'm spending time with right now. So I have okay. people that I love and adore that are C's right now because I just don't get to see them. 
It does not mean I think anything less of them, but it's, you know, it's time. Is there a component though of either the amount of times that they have or will refer you and how many times they've used you or is you don't take that into account at all? Not exactly, but in that arena, you, they do need to be able to send you business. So for okay. instance, my, one of my best friends in the whole world is uh, a real estate agent. And oh, that's me. For the, yes, yes, it's Jen. Um, and for the purpose of this exercise and how I look at my day and how I spend my day around building my real estate business, she's not an A on that list because she's not sending me business. She's of course going to take any business that she gets. So um, now that does not mean she's not important to me. And if she needed me right now and she interrupted our call, if the phone call and she, or she needed me, Jen, we're going to have to re-record this later. So I don't know if that helps, but you know, it's fluid for sure. Bs, you want to look at about 90 to 110 Bs on your list. So that those A's and B's are your real relationships. You know, stuff about them. They know stuff about you. You're involved in their life. You, you know, you feel emotional when something happens for them, happy or sad, like you connect to it versus C's, which is to me, everybody else. Now Hank divides C's and D's, but I just, I don't treat C's and D's any differently. So they're all just, you know, it's sort of everybody else. Yeah. So the difference between A's and B's are you're just actually spending like more purposeful time with them, but you're, Mm -hmm. you basically feel the same, sort of the same about them, or you might not jump off of the call, but you might be like, I'll be there in a half an hour. Right. You of course would take action. Yes. No, that's great. And they're real relationships. They're real relationships. And, um, you know, you generally, most agents have every ounce of business they ever need can come from their A's and B's. If their A's and B's are treated right, and you're doing the right things for the relationship. And then you're also flying your real estate flag. So you're saying these numbers, the 30 to 40 A's, and then like give or take a hundred B's can be done for any level of business. No, not any level of business. Primarily the agents that I'm talking with. And I think the majority of agents are happy doing 20 to 36 deals a year. That's like, to me, more than average, actually. Because I think average is what, four? Oh my God, don't even get me (laughs) started. I'm going to try to stay off my... I think a legitimate, like most people I talk to are wanting to do 20 to 36. And you can certainly do that with this. That's a lot of people to keep up with. Well, that's the joy of social media and Facebook. Facebook makes that very, very easy. You can very easily tag them as friends, go through your friends list, see what they're doing and be real purposeful on staying in touch. Cause that's actually your job every day is that relationship. (laughs) It's not writing contracts, showing houses. That's not your job. Okay. That's a shadow we'll effect of your job. Respectfully. Okay, whatever. Disagree so yes, that. back to the point of this call, I would spend money on my A's, whether that's one $1,000 experience, like take an A and their significant other to a concert whenever we can freaking do that again. Mm-hmm. Big night out, limousine, oh, whatever. It'd be a blast, right? Or maybe, you know, 10, $100 really customized gifts. That reminds me of this. um, When I used to have the big team, like a big team, Mm -hmm. I would run contests, like a quarterly contest. Mm -hmm. And so whoever won the contest had $2,000, but they weren't allowed to get like the dollar. They got like an experience. So it would depend on who it was. I would like cater to them. So one time, one of my, one of my agents, Robbie, Robbie Allen. Hey, Robbie. What's up, Robbie? He won. (laughs) 
Okay. And um, he was like, I want to go see Sarah Bareilles in Waitress in New York City. I was like, hell yes. And I'm coming. Yes. So I got us great seats in New York City to see Sarah Bareilles in Waitress. We flew up. I tried to get us on that jet where it's like first class jet where you fly up and back, but it ended up being out of budget. So we had to fly (laughs) like coach, regular flight. But we went up. We saw it. We had dinner. We stayed the night. We flew back. I was like, this is the best. That, that was a great idea. Awesome. And he'll never forget that. I'll never forget I it. Know, I know. didn't even know what this was. It's so cool. It's so cool. It was now, so, so you fun. get it. Now, imagine if you treated 30 or 40 of your A's like that over a period of time. I just don't have the brain power to know that many people. You do. Do you think you'd have any trouble cultivating a few referrals out of them in a year? No. No, you're probably. I mean, you guys bonded over that. I'm not going to come to your side. All right. I know what you're going to do. Let's switch gears here. I know what you would do with $1,000. You would like, I'm going to say your voice. I'm going to say your voice. You would like subscribe to something that told you all the people that want to sell their house tomorrow, like expireds and fizz. No, I would never buy leads. No, you'd buy a service that would tell you who those people are, like Vulcan 7 or Mojo or any of the Red X crap that just gives you access to these people that you think you can solve their problem. Is that what you would do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it'd that's be exactly cool. what I would do. And I would do it specifically with Vulcan because they have the best data. They have the best data. They really do. And you're, you know what, what's great about that yeah. is you're right. You'd get some leads out of that. I'd get some leads out of mine. Like the point is that it doesn't have to be done one way. There's not one right answer. I mean, real estate agents are just looking for that one right answer. It doesn't. Now, you know, what was interesting when we posted this question, a lot of people, responded with who they would hire. Oh, they would hire somebody to generate business? I'm not, I don't know. They would, that was just like a lot of the responses. Interesting. I mean, with the backdrop of generating, but I was like, that's a really interesting, huh? I think with the backdrop of to generate business, to me, that wouldn't be where I'd go right away. To make my life easier, maybe that's how I would go. But unless you're doing like, if you're an agent that's doing, let's say 15, 25 deals, whatever it is, and you don't have like a transaction coordinator, and let's say it's more than $1,000, right? Mm -hmm. Then I think all day long, spend that money to get a transaction coordinator. Mm -hmm. And then that frees you up to generate the leads. However, you're getting the leads now. As long as you're generating the leads. The thing is that people hire people and then they don't replace that time with income generating activity. Stupid. Stop it. Right. So yes, you're right. You guys, you're right. Leverage through people, but only if you're going to replace those hours with income generating activity. It is a business term called opportunity costs. Correct. Look it up. (laughs) All right. Should we go back to our corner? I think so. Yeah, we'll take a short break, hear a word from our sponsor. When we return, we will have the final punches. Do you have an entrepreneur mindset? Do you believe in the power of building wealth versus just selling houses? There's a new kind of business model for realtors, and you owe it to yourself to see why top agents and teams are aligning their future with the fastest growing real estate company in the world. 
eXp Realty. Tomorrow's brokerage today. For more information or a private discussion, go to the Real Estate Fight Club Facebook page and send a private message telling us you'd like to learn more about eXp Realty. All right, welcome back. Now, before we ring the final bell, Jen, you said you talked to some people. What, what yeah. do we have a tiebreaker coming up or what are we doing? Yeah, listen, um, afterwards, there's a good tiebreaker, but yeah. And then uh, I'm trying to think of what was the most common. I mean, it definitely was peep. They would hire people. Interesting. They didn't like say who. It was like a lot more like marketing people. So they're, okay. So- that's buying leads and stop it. Right. This is where I, I, I have trouble with when agents say I need help with marketing. I want to, I don't know if this is another show is or not. Want to so grab stop, your soapbox? Stop me for a second. Yeah. Look, if you're doing 10, 15 deals a, a year, you don't, you don't need marketing. Like no. you, you don't have a thing to market. You don't have a brand to market. You don't need custom signs. No. You don't need, you know, your logo reworked. You don't, you need more people. You need to talk more people. If that's what you mean by marketing, which is what you and I were talking to about mm -hmm. the way we spent those thousand dollars, what that has in common mm -hmm. is that we're talking to people. Right. We, us specifically are you dealing know. with the people. That's right. Yeah, Cause That's I've right. tried to hire out like um, people to do some of that or supplement some of it. And it's just not the return on the investment as it is, as you actually doing it, doing it. That's right. And so before you go spending money on trying to brand yourself or do some, but Oh God, bus stop fucking benches. Sorry. No <laughs> grocery cart. No. Buying leads. Right. They don't. Those are great. If you're already a big brand and you have a lot of recognition and you're just dripping a little bit more around town on it, but you're not going to build a business by having your name on a freaking bus bench. No. Agreed. Not. Okay. Yeah. Agreed. It is amazing. And I think if you're an agent that wants to do 35 ish 25 to 35 deals or something like that, then pick like two ways that you generate business mm -hmm. and like do those. You don't need 57 ways to generate business. It's too confusing. It's too time consuming. And if you're going to do that, I mean, let's try to figure out how to do it part-time because you don't need to be working full-time hours to sell 20 deals. No, you don't. That's right. You know, you make a great point. Find your lane and do it well. What a lot yeah. of people do is they say, well, I've tried open houses. Open houses don't work. I said, T tell me how many open houses you've run in the last three months. Well, and like what two. did you do specifically? Like two, right, right. The people who have built their business on open houses, and I know them, they're very successful in this market. They moved here. They knew nobody. They built a business on open houses. They spent Monday through Sunday getting people to the open house, right. talking to neighbors, doing right. whatever they needed to do, letters, whatever. And then they had, you know, three, four open houses that weekend. Yeah. So there's actually in our, um, if you go to jennifermertland.com slash vault, there is like a guide to having like driving people to the open house. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Sweet. Look at you. Good. Yeah. And that point is pick one thing and do it at a high level. If you're into no. relationships like me, like mm -hmm. get a system, make sure you're spending that, that those marketing dollars there. If you're going to do what Jen does, pay for Vulcan seven, do it every single morning. Like Jen does, yeah. whatever it is, go hard on it. Jump on our zoom call with us. 
Yeah. Hey. It. It's so fun. <laughs> All right. Well, All right. I think that's the end. I think that is. I think we're going to have to cut it cut it off right here. Let's yeah. let that be the end. Do you guys think there was a knockout today? How do you feel about this topic? How would you spend a thousand dollars? I'm yeah. interested. I'm mm-hmm. interested. Me too. And if you could go to our Facebook page, that's Realtor Fight Club podcast. And I don't know, leave us a little note. Tell us what you think. And we love you subscribing and following us. Thank you. Of course. So much. And if you want to find out more about EXP or you have an interest in finding out how much more money you would have made had you been there. Oh, this has been some painful conversations for people. You have a tool that helps people see the actual dollars they would have made last year, right? With stock. It's nuts. I mean, people are making six figures more. They would have. I hope people take you up on that. Okay. But call or text 513-400-1691. Monica, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. I'm here with my tiebreaker today, John Kitchens. Hey, John, how are you? Awesome. How are you? Great. And John is actually my real estate coach. So that's awesome. I'm glad to have you on. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> yes. Um, so our topic today, I thought you'd be great for this topic because you do coach people at all different levels of where they're at and different, you know, not only their business, but also their like life and business. Cause it really is holistic. Yeah. So if you are, what's the best way to spend a thousand dollars if you're lead generating. So let's say that like you're a new agent, okay. what should they, what should they do with some like extra money? Some extra money, you know, it's, you know, w- as crazy as things are right now across the country. I mean, every market is, is feeling the impact of, of, no inventory, right? So right. supply and demand, you know, it'd be like easy to go generate buyer leads. I mean, that's, that's a given, but right. where, where are you going to put them? Right. 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 <laughs> so don't do so that. Whole, yeah, don't do that. So <laughs> the whole, the whole emphasis really has to be on um, what can you do to get in front of potential sellers, motivated sellers. Okay. And, you know, I, I think there is some, still some low hanging fruit. So there's, there's, grind and hustle that still has to be put into place. And and so one, I I would invest in some tools to be able to get um, seller data. Um, I think that has to be, so I would take that money and I I would, you know, acquire, you know, one, if I'm brand new, I I, I likely let's get hooked up with the team because then that provides the training, the structure, the resources, the things that I need. But if I had a little bit of extra money that I was going to put in to grow my business, even leveraging a team, mm-hmm. I, it would have to be after sellers. Okay. So, so I would, I would look at, you know, the tools out there, Red X, Vulcan 7, Mojo. Um, I think and people then, now know why you're my coach. This is like exactly <laughs> what I said. <laughs> I was like, get Vulcan 7. Yeah. And, and I would look at some predictive analytic data, okay. like um, there's a, there's a tool called likely.ai that okay. you can, that provides predictive seller analytics. So there's only a handful of triggers that can identify if, if a seller is going to be making a move, right? Last, last kid is getting ready to graduate, um, a death in the family, a new baby. Right. There's always right, something else. Divorce. There's a reason why people move. Hundred percent. I so, mean, probably even divorces now because it's fifty-fifty shot. You know, it like is, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so, so definitely looking for 
anything and everything that's focused around seller data. So you can you can take that thousand, you can buy the data, you can invest in the tools, and then you know making sure that you have the training and support to be able to overcome the lack of confidence. And and that's where a lot of people get tripped up, right? It's like, well, I just don't have the confidence. Well, no joke. You don't. You're not going to have the confidence. You haven't done it. You got to. You do haven't it. done it yet. You haven't developed that skill set. So you know, it it takes a commitment. It takes courage. It takes the development of the skills before you have confidence and you, you know, write things right order. So make the commitment, mm-hmm. trust that, just trust the process, focus on what, what's in your control and the confidence will come later. But all monies, all towards seller, seller data, seller analytics. Now, does it change if, so that's if you're brand new, does it change if you are kind of that middle tier agent where you you're maybe doing one to three deals a month pretty consistently and you're not, you're not new, you're not nervous. Does where you spend that money change? I I would maybe allocate a little bit of those dollars towards the people that know me, like me, love me, trust me. I would, I would pour into my database a little bit. Your team weekly on this, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's good. I, I, I mean a little bit, right. It's still, it's still cultivating, growing the list, right? Because in our business, the most powerful thing that we have is our list. Right. And so continuing to grow the list, but also making sure that we're staying relevant, right? Mind share, market share. Mm -hmm. And so we have to make sure that we're staying in the forefront of our clients, consumers' minds as well. So I would put a little bit there would be just pouring into them. And there's some, there's some cool stuff you can do, you know, we're, we're really big on the lifetime value philosophy. So okay. it's, it's really, instead of the transaction treadmill, it's about building lifetime value, the LTV. Yeah. Okay. And so what is, you know, most people don't sit back and think, well, what is over, over the a 10, 15, 20 year career, what is one client really worth to you? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and so I think, you know, the biggest thing, a lot of people getting into this business is that they, they, they're just so focused on getting that next commission check. They're not thinking five, 10 years down the road. Right. Well, I mean, but the stats show that they won't be here. What is it? 87, 88% (laughs) don't make it past year two. Right. Yeah. That's why, that's why I'm pro team. Get on a team, get on support. You have leadership, you in, in finding somebody that's going to challenge you and get you thinking big picture yeah. And that's where, and that's where a lot of agents fail. They're, they're out there, they're, they're floundering, they're on their own little Island, mm-hmm. get into a culture to where it cultivates growth. Yeah. And, and so, you know, most agents can't, like I said, visualize that. And for our present to be better, our, we have to have, a, we have to visualize a bigger future. For sure. That's awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. a great point. Okay. So that makes sense. So now let's say you are like a team leader of a, a larger team. You have admin staff, you have other agents working for you. How do you spend that, those, that money now? I mean, you, you know, you're, you're doing all of those things, but I think yeah. you're, you're really putting those extra dollars towards creating, creating value added content that speaks to the seller's problems. Right. So, you know, just, just a good, to good capture new sellers or to talk to your current like database or both. Both, both. I think it's creating content okay. that answers the questions that sellers are having. Okay. And and so you know you should be you know looking for and listening and and um, you know if you're getting questions to you that's a great I can create a piece of content around that. 
Yeah, that's awesome. Because yeah, one question really means like 10 other people have it too, probably mm-hmm. or 100 other people, yep. right? Yeah, create great content around the questions that are going on with sellers. So like, what are sellers thinking about right now? It's like, great, I can sell. I can probably well, where sell. Where am I going to live? Where am I going? What are my options? I don't know what to do. Right. So just speak to that, right? Speak to solve their problems, create the content, you know, I think is is really where those extra dollars should be invested right now. I love it. All right. Now, if people want to ask you about your coaching service or they just want to get some of your content, where's the best place <laughs> to find you and get a hold of you? I, I would say coachkitchens.com. Um, that's just the easiest resource. They can find out a little bit more about, about myself. Um, they can uh, schedule a call as well as they can click on the little, it's going to say podcast button, which will take them to my YouTube channel. Um, nice. Subscribe, subscribe. My uh, my nine year old son runs my YouTube channel, and uh, every every when we hit every hundred new hundred subscribers, he gets a uh, he gets a little bonus. So that's so cute. What's his bonus? Like a video game or something? He's all about he's all about uh, Fortnite. So he wants he wants V Bucks. So is this child uh, labor? Child labor. It is child labor. It is. <laughs> and what's the podcast called? Coffee. It's coffee, right? Yeah. So there's coffee and coaching is is one. There's a, there's a few other um, training episodes and things that we do on the YouTube channel. But that's the best you can get. Um, I mean, there's there's hundreds of videos there and just um, just some pretty cool conversations. Kitchens.com. That's it. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you being on. Thank you so you got much. Got it. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Realtor Fight Club podcast. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you get updates when new episodes are available. And we truly love feedback and would appreciate all likes, reviews, and suggestions for future topics.